1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's post game show. Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. It is another spectacular Blazers loss. Blazers fall to Denver Nuggets 124.92. And quick reminder get the business stuff out of the way, real quick. Jack Ramsey's pre and post game show, live shows, mailbags, all the stuff uh, brought to you by Blue Wire. Ah, there you go. That's about as businessy as I'll ever sound. Uh, <laughs> But again, like, rate, review, subscribe. Help us grow the show. We are just short of 3,000 subscribers. Uh, as I get healthier, we will get back to having things more on time. Obviously, there's no pregame today. Brandon had some stuff going on. I felt like trash. Um, I'll at least continue to do at least one of these and do the uh, the live watch parties so I can kind of come and go as those as, as those kind of permit. Um, so again, thank you all so, so, so very much. And again, help us continue to grow the community. With that said, Brandon, <sighs> the Blazers... They have a tank.
2: They got a big tank. They got, they, <laughs> Danny, it's a big tank. It's it's a massive tank. It's the biggest mm-hmm. tank I've ever seen in my life. And they're bad. I'm really hoping they don't win more than two games the rest of the year. Because if that can happen, they will find themselves right there with like the fifth, maybe even the fourth best toss, depending on what happens. That's how it goes.
1: And you know what? The fun part about all this, Brandon, is uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter, it doesn't count, but it makes us feel better. The Blazers lost, so ladies and gentlemen, what does that mean? It means we get to spin it's the wheel. Let me get my air horn ready. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, me the lottery now. And the Blazers' picks fell down, and that that sucks. What? That's not, that's not be fun.
2: What? What picks are they? Nine and eleven oh those are awful picks. <laughs> you know, just
1: around again for a second time and uh, it just uh, feel like it, it, went,
2: 11, it got worse it went from midnight nah. to six dude it's just going down
1: but but ladies and gentlemen there is good news on the horizon the Los, Los Angeles Lakers are currently getting the crap kicked out of them by the New Orleans pelicans it is they're the worst watch in the NBA. The Lakers? The Lakers are the worst watch in the NBA. The Blazers, even if you're a even if you're a non-Blazers fan, mm. even if you're a non-Blazers fan, as bad as they are, they play an entertaining brand of basketball. The Lakers aren't even entertaining.
2: Look, you're 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 fair to say that. Okay. okay. You're wrong. What's the worst watch in basketball? I mean, come on. Danny, who's watching Detroit, Orlando, or Houston? K- Kate is a fun watch. No, 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 no. no. You're you're misconstruing. Uh, there's, you, there's
1: you can take moments of joy from any of get, those teams.
2: Yeah, uh, but at least you get to watch LeBron, and then you do get to get watch show, LeBron right now. Well, I mean, he had that game against the Jazz for the break, and then you get to watch Westbrook do Westbrook things, and you can argue that that's more entertaining. <sighs> okay, fine. Than watching the watching Orlando Westbrook self
1: destruct is more fun than watching the Magic. Okay, fine.
2: But look, <laughs> they're they're right there in the top three of those. Those best they're, odds.
1: They're like, a shit house. Like it's awful. It's unwatchable basketball. And this is I, I saw this is I'm gonna bring this back to the Blazers, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of people contending when we first started talking about the tank. I don't want to watch bad basketball. Da, 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 da. It you need to win every single time. Da 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 da. I saw more people talking about how much fun they've had over the last three weeks of basketball than at any time this season
2: well it's a more athletic team it's a team that loves to play hard and even though they got their ass kicked tonight tonight was a pretty bad game for them but it's also a bad matchup they will get past i think their next three are against good opponents they'll get past those games next four
1: next it's four thanks. Suns, t wolves twice jazz they should get absolutely throttle in House. every one of those games
2: but but after you get past that, you start to play some of the more inconsistent crappy teams here and that's where the That's bad a fun, it's a fun way to put it. Well, I'm just it starts it takes your bad basketball and it makes it somewhat more competitive. Hopefully you still lose these games, but you get my point. Um
1: Let's talk about tonight's game real quick. It, we'll, we'll, as the season progresses, we will probably spend less and less time on an actual game unless something really pops up. Uh, I thought Ant looked fine. I thought he just missed shots yeah uh I thought he had a lot of open threes that normally they fall down for him. He's clearly making an effort to get more feet in the paint uh The other thing is uh we need to start the campaign less about most improved and more about can you get the guy a bleeping call? Mm. He got hit mm. so many times tonight he was vis- he was visibly frustrated
2: well so let me ask you this. Cause I remember being in the arena one night and I watched Dame do this, I had one night, I think he were playing Milwaukee mm. and he was starting to do things that I hadn't really seen young Dame really do. Yeah. And it took him a minute, but eventually he started getting those whistles. Now that comes with career accolades. Yes. I don't think Anthony needs to be an MVP or anything, but I do wonder if some of that frustration being a little more vocalized and loud about it on the court. Like, hey, some of that stuff sways. It matters. A it hundred percent matters. Absolutely does. So, um, you need to text him about this. You need to tell him, Aunt. I know you're frustrated. I can see you're frustrated. Tell the oh rest he's you're frustrated.
1: he's going to. No, he's 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 going to do that. That'll that'll be the next part of his game. Um, it's it's. It's one of those things where I, I liked what he did tonight. There was clearly, uh, you know, for those that didn't watch it, I'm going to keep plugging it uh, because I really enjoy doing it. I always enjoy talking to the guys uh, in interviews. Uh, I sat down with Ant two weeks ago, and one of the things we did talk about was his ability and willingness and desire to get in the paint and his the coaching staff getting on him specifically, basically like when he's coming down the court, get in the paint and him making that, okay, I need to get in the paint right now. I need to not, I can always get a three whenever I want to, I need to get two feet in the paint. And I think yeah. you saw a lot of that tonight where he was getting there, but it's going to take a little while to reward the free throws. And somebody in here said, Homer, Danny. And Dimitri says, Homer, Danny. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's a progression that a star player goes through. It genuinely is. It doesn't matter if you, where you play. Well, it's not true. If you're a Laker, you'll get those calls no matter where you go. But you need to, that part of that progression, like, Right now, I'm very comfortable saying that Anthony Simons will be a 20.5 assist guy alongside Damian Lillard next year, mm. which is a crazy thing I mean, to say, but I am great. I am confident in that. For him to take that leap to where he's 24, 25, free throws have to be there. That's oh, why C.J. McCullum could never be that guy. It's because he never got to the free throw line. If you don't have that in your bag, you cannot be that guy. So I think that's that's the the next progression, I think that honestly, that's what I think is probably one of the most important things for him to pull out of the rest of the season is establishing that relationship with referees. Like, hey, I get into the paint. I'm a buck ninety-five. I get hit. When I go two feet the other way, it's not because I just went that
2: way. Well, I, I'm just I'm curious to pick your brain then if you can get to the line more, ideally, mm-hmm. and he's to maybe get past the point of what CJ couldn't break through. Yeah. How many a night is that for you? Six?
1: I think four and a half is the is the starting okay. number.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, more importantly, it's about free throw rate. Because like I said, I, I've painted it. I've gone to this stat a million times. CJ McCollum has the worst free throw rate of any 20 point per game score since 1970.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. That's insane.
2: Well, that's a Pelican problem now, isn't
1: it? Um, But I think if he can get his free throw rate, because CJ's at .15, which is just abysmal. If he can get to like .25, basically a a free throw every four shots, that's a good starting point. So if he's taking 16 shots a night, four free throws. Like Like I said, four and a half I think is a good number. Um, outside of Amsterdam tonight, um, the thing that I kept coming back to Brandon was there's, there's something to work with, with Keon Johnson now, how much, Mm -hmm. not sure, but there was a play tonight that really highlighted to me what he could be if things worked Where he fought over a Jokic screen and then blanketed Will Barton to start the game. And I was like, Oh, he's like that. He he wants to compete. He wants to be a dog. Right. Okay, let's let's see what happens here. Like is that is that something that's and the other thing that mentality wise oh, excuse me, is he's not scared. He doesn't play timid. For a 19-year-old, he's got a lot of confidence on that floor. And if you can go out there and play with confidence, which Anthony Simons has said multiple times is something he struggled with early on. Confidence matters in the NBA. And if you've got that kind of swagger and you can back it up with that athleticism and talent, that's a potential to be a fun package.
2: Well, I think, Danny, what you saw is you saw a guy that Joe Cronin looked at and said, why not give him more minutes? Why not see if there's Mm -hmm. something here from a younger player because everybody's made such a big deal when they made the Norm trade, they made the CJ trade. There's been a lot of noise about, hey, you, what, did you get back the right return? Did you? Why didn't you get more draft picks? Mm-hmm. I've heard national voices. I've seen fans complain about it. And you know, one thing that was thrown out was you got Keon. Like, look at Keon as more a draft pick itself than the draft pick actually happening. Because he's 19. Because he's 19 years old and yeah. he's an untapped potential. Oh. Yeah, you okay then?
1: Yeah, the painkillers make the nose itch, you know.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, the uh, untapped potential, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the untapped potential of a kid who wasn't getting minutes or looks in. Yeah, LA. In LA, not at all. So, I don't know. I just, I just kind of viewed that as an opportunity because I, I really don't covet draft picks past 15. They mean nothing to me. I think there's almost zero value. Um, you're not going to hit on those that often. Portland's been lucky enough to do it, something Neil was good at. <laughs>
1: so, listen, I, I have plenty of Neil Slander. He was good at the back end of the lottery in the second round, folks. Absolutely,
2: he was. And uh, so, like, I'm, I'm always, I am I'm was okay with him taking back a 19-year-old project. I don't know what he's going to be, but it was nice to see him get a start. I like that Chauncey made that decision tonight. And he looked like at least looked like a player that was taking advantage of his opportunity a little bit. He's really raw. He's got a lot to yes. go with. But he's again, he's nineteen years. He small. did not he, look too small for the moment, though. I don't think he, yeah. And so I that thought he made of a good point. Interesting. Somebody on our on the live watch party at the end in the fourth quarter was wondering kind of like Elliot Williams. I think you need to hearken back to players that are athletic, wingish, you know, guard like players that we've seen in the past with yeah. Portland. Um, as soon as you named it, Lehman, you've got Will, you've got Elliot Williams. I think I Barton
1: is probably the closer comparison for like his archetype because
2: that'd that'd be pretty badass to find another will barton
1: will came in like hyper-athletic he was the best rebounding guard in college basketball uh i think he averaged like seven and a half a game uh his his last year in, in, in college which was insane for a guard um but I think when you look at his game, like I don't know if he's ever gonna be a, a, a pure shooter. I, I haven't watched a ton of his his jump shot mechanics. Like he had one where it looked okay tonight, and then he had one where it hit the side of the backboard. And I was like,
2: Ooh,
1: okay. Gotta <laughs> sit here and watch a little bit more of this. Um, but this is where you you try to figure stuff out. Right. Um Beyond Anthony Simons, now you've got Trendon, you've got Greg Brown, and you've got Keon. And I wanna see those guys get run. I wanted like Greg showed stuff tonight that six months ago you never in a million years thought he would do. I, I call I Freudian slipped. I call it a Greg and go instead of a grab and go rebound. But it was one of those things where he grabbed the rebound, pushed pace, and they had to take a take foul because they were like, oh shit, this guy's getting downhill, and we've already seen him dunk on us three times already tonight. We we can't let him get in transition. Like they're they're already letting him. Take the ball off the rim and go, and that's such a maturation process of, of trust and him showing like, hey, yeah, remember we were we were barking about this in December. Why can't Greg Brown get run? Yeah, like clearly he's raw, but yep. you know, for nothing else, the vibes felt pretty good. Um, let's give some love to your guy tonight. Okay, little, little Drew Drew Eubanks love. Okay, I, I there's a good chance that Ben McElmore just played his last game for the Trailblazers. Yes, because the March first point um uh, if he's released uh that will kind of go out so we can go play for a contender I would imagine I'd, be, I'd be
2: surprised if he's not yeah
1: and yeah. in that vein uh that means it clears the path for eubanks to be signed for the rest of the season mm-hmm. if it's not drew it's going to be another big like they they very clearly need a big body they are they are they are not short on guards um they're short on people over six foot six um it's going to be a fun a fun time to 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 watch a, a local guy uh, go out there and and play and bang and uh, mix things up a little bit.
2: Well, I wanted to add one quick point to your Greg Brown. Oh, go for it! Bringing him yeah. up, you know, I, I still think it was fair to wonder aloud in December why can't he get a couple minutes? Yeah, and then even even once Dame got hurt and and chose to get the surgery, it wasn't like right away he was being inserted. He, Chauncey was still really weird with he those was hesitant minutes. with those minutes. And, and I'll give it to him, like, maybe that ended up being the best thing because he's getting some, some burn and he's starting to show some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just about getting an opportunity. And so I, I know it's easy to not know anything about Keon Johnson, see a little bit from him so far and go, Will Barton, we're not saying he's going to be Will Barton. No. We're, we're talking more the upper echelon of what he could potentially be. And you don't get to that unless you get real run. Do you remember how
1: man. raw Will was when he got here? Like even for all of his accolades, he was a he was his conference's player of the year, right? I think he was the was yeah. it AAC.
2: Uh, I think it's the AAC, yeah. Yeah, I
1: think he was the AAC conference player. Of the He's year. a like,
2: Memphis guy, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So um, I, I they, they've moved around so many freaking times, I can never remember. Right. But I you looked at him, and there were times when like he'd get a chase down block, grab and go, and then you know dime somebody up off the bounce, and you're like, oh, that's a lot of. That's a lot of stuff. Like right. he didn't do anything at like this incredible level, but his athleticism allowed him to do so many more things. And I think when you look at Keon, his athleticism is gonna allow him to do so many different things that it maybe covers up for some shortcomings.
2: Yeah, and that that's all we're saying is like allow a 19 year old to play. Let's not just it's not sign sealed delivered on what he's going to be or what he can be. Like will you're so right on Will Barton. Even after year two, I remember talking with people, and they were like, I don't yeah, know, I don't man. Know. <laughs> let's get let's, – I don't care about this guy. And I probably said that at some He's point. He's a second-round pick. Ah, yeah, yeah, I was probably like, "Hey, eh, he'll be out of the league in two years. He, he did a hell of a job working on his game, being developed by the organization. <laughs> and, you know, we made a trade that we thought was going to better serve the organization. And it, it was a bad trade. It was a bad trade. <laughs> it's it's okay trade. to say – I that's fine. I didn't hate the trade because I knew Aaron Aflalo could do something. I had no idea Will Barton would be quite this, but he got an opportunity and Demory ran with it. If Keon can get an opportunity, who knows? I'd rather take a flyer on what is he? Is he six, six, four ish?
1: Yeah, he's I, I think he came into the combine at like six, three something in shoes or give me six, four
2: and give me six, four hyper athletic 19 year old. I'll take that all day. Yeah,
1: yeah when you've got a 40 inch vertical, and like, again. For a guy who looks like he's got a slender frame, much again like Will, that's kind of why I'm using that comp, is that Will's like this big around the waist, is he plays bigger. Like he he jumped off two feet with Aaron Gordon and stuffed his shit at the rim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, You gotta be pretty strong and not get put in the rim by Aaron Gordon. Gordon (laughs) Gordon's a big, big dude. Now, Keon kind of stumbled on the way back down because Aaron threw it down with some force and Keon had to use everything he needed to stop it and Gordon was able to grab it and put it back up but to be able to compete physically at that level at 19 year old kind of bows well for I think the process if that makes sense
2: it, it absolutely does and I'll I don't really have much to add other than to say this drew you signing with the Portland Trailblazers for the rest of the year has been the best thing about Oregon State basketball this season. And it's not even close. Hey,
1: how did that USC game end?
2: In double overtime, uh-huh. bitch.
1: <laughs> Moral victories, baby.
2: Hey, hey, that's what we're great at. Don't ask me how the CBS game went against UCLA. Don't ask me about that. Yeah, well. Where they almost lost by 40 points.
1: Yeah, well. Um, the Blazers almost lost by 40 points tonight. <laughs>
2: that's called a tank. Yeah. That's a hard tank.
1: And for everybody who's just kind of... What's gonna happen? Is the tank gonna be effective? Let's 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 look forward now, Brandon. Yeah. The Blazers are gonna go out on this road trip and they're gonna play Phoenix. Remind me, do they have a monster seven footer in the middle who can absolutely dominate a game?
2: They have like eight players that can dominate a game. Okay. So yes.
1: But I mean just purely on size. Yeah. Is DeAndre Ayton going to eat them alive? Yes. yes. He ate
2: Nurkic alive and they don't yes. have Nurkic anymore. Okay. So
1: Minnesota, do they have a multifaceted, talented big man by any chance? They-
2: That can win a three-point contest? Yes, Yes. they do.
1: Oh, do they play them twice?
2: Yeah, back-to-back. Okay. Uh,
1: Utah, they have a particularly large individual in the middle of the floor?
2: Yes, they do. Yeah, Danny, I'm sensing a theme with your question.
1: So, the next four games, they play teams that are absolutely going to kick the ever-living crap out of the Blazers in the inside.
2: Very, very true.
1: The Nuggets, Nikola Jokic scored eight points tonight, Brandon. you know how many points did the Nuggets head in the paint? Oh, I don't. 62. (laughs) That's with Nicole Jokic scoring eight points.
2: That is so awful. <laughs> eight points. That is being dominated by a team. If that's that's 62 in the paint, oh my God. And they let up.
1: They let up. That Phoenix team, listen, they're not going to have Chris out there kind of you know leading the offense, but they still won't be a problem. So I for everybody wondering as far as like where the tank's going to go and how this is all going to play out, so you've got those four games. And then, Brandon, something you alluded to and you said you wanted to talk about here. God, yeah. normally this don't itch this bad, but it, it's causing my freaking nose to go crazy. So sorry for everybody watching on video. Um. After those four games, you come home for one game for the Washington Wizards, who somehow always end up playing Portland very well. Yeah, with the, ex- with the exception of last time, the Blazers got that weird wonky win where nobody, I think Kuzma was like 2 of 14 or something like that. Um, but then they go on a five-game trip. The 14th, 16th, 18th, 20th, and 21st. So a game every other night through the first four, and then a back-to-back. Yeah, And you have Atlanta, Knicks, Nets, Pacers, Pistons. Now, this Blazers team has already shown that they can play with the Hawks. That was with Yusuf Nurkic. John Collins, Clint Capella, probably going to eat. Trey Young, probably going to get in the paint. The Knicks, weirdly enough, played the 76ers very competitively today. Yep. But that same Knicks team also just got the crap kicked out of them by this Blazers team a couple weeks ago. Again, without but use of Nurkic. They, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. They They were up 23 points in that game. As I'm saying. I, yeah, we forget that. like Jek- Jek- Jekyll, Jekyll and back, Hyde, yes. It was crazy because like, that started this damn thing, and it's like, oh yeah, they were getting murdered by the Knicks. And then they couldn't the hit team.
1: anything, which was reminiscent to what happened today for the Knicks. That's, yeah. Then the Nets, they should, should have Ben Simmons back in the fold. Kyrie and Kevin Durant, maybe? <laughs> maybe? But, even then still a team that can give Portland problems pacers as bad as they are they have mm-hmm. size
2: yeah they have size and Carlisle was just talking I, I was um I think I saw something from Caitlin she retweeted but mm-hmm. it was like Carlisle really liking the um uh, uh blanket Halliburton and uh, oh Duarte yeah combination yes
1: two guys who compete hard defensively
2: yep uh, smart basketball sm- players too yes
1: heady smart players Uh, And then the Pistons, who got a good win tonight. Get get those wins, Pistons. We love to see it. Kelly Kelly Olynyk game winner. And then, Brandon, Spurs, Rockets, Rockets, Thunders, Pelicans.
2: Talk to me, buddy. I think you lose. The Pelican games are one I circled initially when we brought this up. You want
1: those games to be losses for Portland.
2: Well, no, I know. But, like, when Nurk had not been ruled out, Mm -hmm. I had circled that and said, you're really going to beat that? You're going to lose that team with Nurk and the way they're playing? No. Well, now Nurk's gone. They're going to lose those games. Now, Houston, that's really going to be a testament of how shitty are you. And San Antonio should be two losses.
1: I, I I don't think people realize how bad Portland is
2: right now. No, I think they do, Danny. So do maybe, you? Uh, well, I mean, look, I'm telling you, as somebody who thought they might go on a legitimate Jason Quick 11-game win streak, I'm now to the point of saying, I think they could possibly win two games the rest of the season. And then I wouldn't be shocked.
1: Okay. So there's 21 games, I think remaining. Cause I think they were at 60 tonight. So,
2: cause you do, sorry to interrupt. You're doing yourself a favor, by the way, keep this in mind mm-hmm. when they get to Houston twice, Oklahoma city, twice in like an eight game span, when they get to those games, San Antonio, doesn't it behoove them to do what they can to lose those games to increase the yes. win total of said team? So you, li-
1: it's it's a literally two for one. It is. It's, a, it's so, a two for one.
2: So you're starting Ant, right? But then Ant plays twenty six minutes, not twenty, not twenty seven, not twenty eight, not thirty. Yep. Uh, Kel Keljan Blevins ends up starting. Like you play that game against those teams, man. Well,
1: I mean, one thing we haven't even talked about yet is um the uh, the Achilles injuries and. Things that are popping up with the thrillblazers right now. Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow.
2: Just leg injuries, man. What can you do about
1: just it? A lot of, of web MDN going on. <laughs> it's just. Noah Berman says, we, We're so bad. That's why I've been pissed they've won so many games recently. Nurkic was really the linchpin. Yeah. Real, realistically, just like having real size that was enough of a deterrent that ant was so good offensively. And something that we don't talk about enough is Josh Hart was quite literally playing the best basketball of his career. Yes. He was shooting 60% from three average to almost 25 a game. Like he was incredible. Yep. Absolutely incredible. Um, Eric says they'll go five and 15, maybe six and 14.
2: I just, I don't see six wins. I could be wrong. Hold this for the old takes exposed here. I think they, if you see,
1: They do have the Rockets twice and the Thunder twice. But, but, like but that's Danny, I'm telling good, you I listen, I'm with
2: you. I think Joe is understanding like look, they won four, so there's four games you just let go. He wanted to tank. That was clearly what his, his MO was at the trade yeah. deadline. And it backfired a little bit just in the sense of Nurk and Hard and Ant all played well. I think he knows what's coming. And if you look at the schedule, I think he's going to start playing this, oh, he's banged up tonight game. And, oh, we played Blevins 28 minutes tonight. Like, you have an opportunity. You won't catch Houston. You won't catch Orlando or Detroit. You probably won't catch Oklahoma City. But you play all of these teams, and you have an Pacers opportunity are them to win more games. Pacers yes. are catchable. The Kings are catchable. Yeah. That puts you right there at 6-5. and five. Like, you can get to five or four in your draft odd chances. Like we're going to run home screaming, excited about that.
1: Which I think is kind of where we'll end up. So um, uh, business side of things. Uh, well, obviously we're not doing a mailbag pod because it's Sunday game night. Uh, we'll probably do one tomorrow. Yeah, we. Can, I can. Report, yeah, we'll do, if we you're, do one tomorrow. This, this yeah. is how Brandon and I schedule. We do it live. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so right. We need to do that. Um, so we'll do a mailbag pod tomorrow. So after uh, we're done recording here, I'll post the, the question tonight. Um, so you guys can reply to that. You guys have been awesome about getting questions. And we've had like 45, 50 questions per podcast recently. And we haven't been able to get to all of them. So
2: let me ask uh, him a question now. I'm just yeah. going to put it in. Uh, your thoughts on the Blazer's Edge thing. Can't wait to dive into that
1: tomorrow. We were going to talk about that tonight. But actually, I thought yeah. about it. We'll save it for the mailbag. Um, and I'm not like dancing around it, guys. I just want to spend like actual time on that. That's there's. Yeah. There's way too much. Um, oh, that's clickbait! Like, I just just stop. Like, you, you don't write three thousand words on clickbait.
2: Sorry, talk, we'll talk about
1: that. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that the thing has always irritated me, whether it's somebody I, I know who wrote it or right. not. It's like just because you don't agree with something does not mean it's clickbait. It's okay. Um, everybody keeps asking. I'll, I'll, I'll say that a, a lot of this for for now. Um, I'm still in a lot of pain. Uh, normally, I move the crutches i just realized i had them behind me i don't have them off the screen um i'm progressing okay um we didn't do a pregame show tonight because brandon had something to do and i was asleep so um
2: <laughs> danny texted me at like 12:45. i was caught right in the middle of something i got back to him an hour and a half later and he's like that's okay man i fell asleep yeah and i, was I
1: like, i've been i've been in bed i physical therapy has been kicking my ass um yeah. to like I I can't explain to you guys how much, how weird this a situation this is. I've had multiple knee surgeries and physical therapy has always been something that's like readily, easily, and overcomable. Um, learning how to walk again is a very strange feeling. Like it's like a, the only way I can put it is it's like a baby leg. Like it just kind of like wobbly doesn't really work. So it like, like literally learning how to walk again is something that I have to focus on. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a very, very weird position to be in, but thank you all for, for reaching out and being so supportive and, and allowing me to do everything here and, and, and just being great about everything. It is, it is literally the encouragement and everything has been, um, not to get in like too personal has been a huge, huge like lift for me. Uh, I, I struggled with, um, depression when I tore my knees when I was in the air force. Um, realistically it's how i put on a bunch of of weight not to get like too dark into this stuff but just having so many people just constantly you know encouraging me and reminding me and it's it's been very very cool so thank you i do appreciate it it's um it's very cool that's that's the only way i can say it so thank you guys so much uh again we will have the uh god mailbag show tomorrow and then uh we'll be i think we'll be back on schedule uh for pre and post barring any setbacks or uh whether or not i'm getting my ass kicked uh in physical therapy that's kind of how this is going to go for the next i think <laughs> the next week uh i get off the crutches i think in two weeks and then then we'll see how things go um but other than that like rate review subscribe help us grow the show Uh, If you're here, if you're new, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Please click the subscribe button. It helps us grow. It helps us get in the algorithm, brings in more new folks to help us kind of continue growing. Uh, If you're a podcast folk, please. If you're on uh, Apple, iTunes, or whatever, leave us a review. Again, it helps us grow everything. It's free. It's easy. It takes 10 seconds for you to do it real quick, and it's really, really huge for us. Uh, Other than that, if you want to become a member uh, and join the watch party, again, we'll have the watch parties going from here throughout the end of the season. We're going to do some uh, March Madness watch party stuff. Hooray! On some off days. So, uh, if there's... uh, We'll probably take some time to look at Chet. We'll probably take some time to look at uh, Jabari. We'll probably take some time to look at Keegan Murray. And we'll probably take some time to look at Ben Matherin. Those are the four guys I think I'm highlighting right now. Top of the lottery, mid-lottery, and I'm trying trying to find two other guys. Uh, And we'll just kind of bounce around watch some games together uh, and talk about prospects and kind of – Project forward, and the closer we get to the draft lottery and draft picks and stuff like that for all the members, we'll have some stuff. Uh, we'll also have some members-only Q&As coming up uh, and as well. I am going to run the um, simulation or the, the lottery thing for the Nick Batum jersey tomorrow, and I will have a winner on that and be able to send that out for you guys. Oh, also, real quick, if you um, donate money this month, all of it is going to Brooks Charity costs just so anybody who didn't see that or on Twitter or anything like that. So uh, other than that, thank you guys so, so much. You can find us on social media at Jack Ramsey's at Danny Morang at Brandon Sprague, like rate, review, subscribe, help us grow the show. We'll be back with your mailbag pond tomorrow. So get your questions in for that. Take care, talk soon, and we will catch you.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?